ladies and gentlemen, the best comedy in the world. We present to you Comedy Showcase. Welcome to another amazing episode of Comedy Showcase. I'm so excited to bring you some amazing creators today. That is, of course, what our podcast is all about, connecting you with amazing comedians, amazing comedy podcasters, and of course, their amazing content. If you want to submit a clip to the show, you can do that by going to our website, which is jaw.fm slash showcase. And don't forget to stick around to the end of the show where we'll be plugging all of our creators. You can also check them out in the description of this episode. Make sure you give them a follow, show them some support, and let them know that you found them on Comedy Showcase. And last but not least, before we get to those clips, a lot of you have been asking about Jaw. What is it? Well, it's basically an app that we're building to create and listen to short, funny audio bites. Our algorithm is bringing together all of the clips, just like we're doing on this show, and stitching them together into this amazing listening experience, all with the purpose of helping creators get more listeners, find their audience. If that sounds interesting to you, you can go to our main website, jaw.fm, to learn a little bit more about the app, what we're building, and how it can help you grow your audience. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and get to some clips and some amazing creators. What up, people? How are you? Fantastic! Welcome to the Bub and Gob Show Micro Edition. Uh, so people have been asking what our uh, our creative process is, and I don't know what to tell them. I really don't. Uh, do we even have one? I mean, there, there's a, we go through a process, all right? Yeah, we definitely know. we go through a process. I'm using air quotes right now, but nobody can see it. I don't know what that process is. I feel like it's different every time we record. It really is. <laughs> Because there's sometimes where we think we have a plan, we we got it mapped out, we have a process, and then it just like fucking just dies. It goes spiraling down in flames, and we go, wow, that was stupid. So then we go, let's do it different next time. And then we don't even think about it, and it's awesome. Or we think about it more, and it spirals into a death frenzy of not awesomeness. And so I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like our uh, our key to success is not remembering to bring your keys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're just bullshitting. We're as surprised as everybody else when we hear an episode that we that we recorded. We're like, hey, hey, that was badass. I don't like remember it. doing that. Um, yeah, that dude, no bullshit. Like every time I listen to one of our episodes, like when we release it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like I fucking, I don't know, full on amnesia every episode after we record. And the craziest part is nine times out of 10, we're sober. Anyways, let us know. Hit us up on all our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Bub and Gob Show. That's B-U-B-A-N-D-G-O-B-B-Z Show. And uh, tell us what your creative process is. We, we really want to know. Do you remember the worst show you've ever had? Yes. <laughs> right away? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no I thought was... <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> no, no thought whatsoever. And and the funny thing was, it might not even have been my worst. Like, it was the worst set I've done because of the reception. But I don't think it was my worst jokes by far. It was right after the Tiger Woods thing happened. Like when he like with Elon. Yeah, whenever like she caught him like having yeah. sex with all the Yeah, and he so, and he crashed into his like yard or whatever. Yep. So that happened and I came up with a bit about that, right? And I had I was in Raleigh and in, in Raleigh I would go out like almost six days a week. So it was a it was a place a Monday. And I would go to like music mics too. Like if it was open mic, I'd just show up and tell some jokes. So I went out to open mic on Monday. On Tuesday, 
I went to the comedy club on Wednesday. I went to the other comedy club on Thursday. I went to another comedy club on Friday. And I did the bit every time. Fucking bit killed. It killed. I was tearing up the Raleigh-Durham area. And then I went to I went to Time Out in Durham. I went to the Black Club in uh, in Durham. And I had been there the week the week before, and it was my first time there. And I'd fucking killed it. Like you know what I'm saying? They was like, "Yeah, we're gonna see if he's funny. Let's hope he's funny." And I did my shit. I did my thing. And they're like, "Oh, yo, uh, like you know, I'm an English major. I like funny. I like clever as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I like. I also like clever." So I, I had some alliteration in my jokes, you know, uh, putting his putter in a plethora of places. Right. You know? that's, that's hard to do, by the way. I mean, yes. saying it and doing it, but, you know, both. Right, right. You know, it's it's clever, clever. And like I had and the bit fucking killed until I took it to the black, the black club, the black room. I did the shit. It was fucking terrible. It was just terrible. And afterwards, the host came up and she was like, Kenny, I don't know what the hell happened, uh, but when you go back to Raleigh, you need to find the tallest building, go all the way up to the top of it, and jump off. (laughs) But wait, Mike, it gets worse. It gets worse. How does that get worse? She said, and now... On your way down, you need to pull out your pistol and shoot yourself (laughs) for coming up here with that bullshit. And I was like, damn. And like, I felt bad. And I felt bad because she didn't even say gun. She said, pull out your pistol. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a (laughs) stick shooter. She didn't say, grab a gun. She was like, pistol. I was like, damn. But that, that most definitely was like the worst experience that I've had on stage so here's the first question what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career <laughs> my career doing what <laughs> fucking stocking shelves at a grocery <laughs> store you know what i wish i could have known about that that when i was in my 40s i was going to be stocking shelves at a fucking grocery store to pay for my quote-unquote passion of stand-up comedy that's the fuck i wish i have known oh these are good questions my career you know what i wish i knew about stand-up comedy all right how many people at such a low level jerk themselves off thinking they're any fucking good at it nobody I know is good at it. Nobody I know is ever going to be good at it. Everybody's fucking terrible. And you know what? Nobody told me that shit. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're the guy sitting there at the bar being all sweet, falling in love with nah, you're the you're the mark. Yeah, in that guy's head, he's going for the affection, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, how's work, Tommy, or whatever." And she plays to along with it to get the cage because yeah. they break yeah, they cage. break those girls off, you know, pretty pretty hefty. Those guys that are trying. <laughs> yeah. At least I used to. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You think you're like she's never gotten ten before? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's for you, honey. That's for you. <laughs> I had a good week. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh dude, if you go, uh, you go to the the road sometimes and there's just like a trashy bartender i'm like you're everything i thought i could ever get ever like you are like like as of now you've gotten better you're like oh i'm I, but like that's the top of the tank when oh, you're if you're man. just like a roofer or a plumber ah, in long island you want to take her out of there you want to give her you want to get life. janine or Love fucking Catherine. Yeah. where we belong you're a bruce springsteen song <laughs> exactly <laughs> Shit. you're like if i could get her if you can get a hot bartender when you oh, live in a small town oh I that's it one time in Fort Worth, I was drinking at a bar, and I was talking to this guy and his wife, and they were being very nice. And I was like, you know, me. So I was like, hey, man, do you want to hit this? 
And he was like, oh, no, I'm good. And I'm like, no, this is really good weed. I brought it here from California. Like, this is amazing. And he goes, bud, stop saying that. And I was like, no, no, try this. And he goes, I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, ah, ah. well, what do we do now? Because you're clearly faster than me. <laughs> I used to make fun of millennials. I used to do that until I did a Google search. <laughs> and I realized I am one. Now I don't think they're that bad. That's exactly who I am right there. I'm a total hypocrite. I will make fun of a group of people till I realize I am that group of people. And then I go, come on, you guys. They're all right. If I did have to pick on millennials, I think our big issue is uh, we're too self-aware. We know exactly what's wrong with us and why. And I don't know if that's healthy. Because nobody seems to be getting better. They just know what's wrong with them. You know, everyone's like, I have anxiety. And it's like, oh, what are you doing about that? Nothing, I'm telling you, so you work around it. Weren't you in the marching band in high school? <laughs> you were, what are you playing? Percussion. Percussion, right. So drums. You just try to use the science-y term for drums. <laughs> I did the, uh, a gentleman's bang already. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't in marching band myself, some of my friends were, I wasn't. I just thought it was too mean. Like, marching band feels like the worst school administrators came together and they were like, you know those kids who all they do is get picked on by the football team? Let's take them. On weekends, the only times they get to feel safe for themselves. And let's make them go to football games. The one place they don't want to be or the bullies are treated like gods. The thing is, nobody believes that I can speak Chinese. Not even my own father, right? It's like, we go out to eat together all the time. We go to restaurants as a family, okay? We have a nice dinner. My dad's always like, hey, Joe, why don't you go ahead and order something from the waitress? And I'm like, Dad, I think that's a terrible idea. He goes, do it anyway. When the waitress comes by, why don't you get us some dumplings? And I'm like, all right, um, here we go. So, uh, the waitress comes by and I go, Fu Yuan, ni hao, woman yo ilong jiaozi. And the waitress looks me dead in the eyes and she goes, get the f out of here right now. <laughs> so we're walking to the parking lot. My dad goes, see, Joe, you can't speak Chinese after all. And I go, uh, dad, you realize we're banned for life from that Vietnamese place, right? I wanted to know how much flow from Progressive was worth. She's not the highest grossing commercial actor of all time. <clears throat> Number two is Can You Hear Me Now, guy. And this motherfucker went to Sprint after that? Yeah. So here's what <laughs> was so funny. For some reason, I was reading on the Can You Hear Me Now guy, and he was like, yeah, it's nice to have financial support and not have to worry about money at a young age. He goes, but then I'm known for this for the rest of my life. You know what? He goes, I hit my peak. So well, listen, he goes, it had a downside. He goes, I was at my grandmother's funeral. She was getting lowered it into the like ground. I heard someone whisper, can you hear me now? 
That's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Can you hear me now? (laughs) Can you hear me now? Dude, I was in tears thinking about that. Awesome. Some really funny clips in there. Let's go ahead and give a big shout out to all the creators that we featured in today's episodes, starting at the top and in order, as we always do. Uh, We had the Bub and Gob Show. um, That's B-U-B-A-N-D-G-O-B-B-Z. You can check them out on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you find podcasts as well. Uh, We had another podcast after that on the mic with Mike Peters. Mike is a super funny guy uh, from New York. Check out his his podcast. Again, anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, After that, we had uh, Derek Strong with his podcast, Epic Cheat Day, talking about how uh, tough it is to be a stand-up. And from there, we moved on to um, the segment about hitting on bartenders with the Are You Garbage podcast, followed by the really hilarious story about, uh, let's say, sharing illicit substances with a a person of the law. Um, That was Giggle Boys. Um, Their podcast is amazing, and you can check them out at giggleboys.com. Following up, we had a few uh, stand-up sets that were really funny as well. Zoltan Kazis, you can check him out at zoltancomedy.com, Z-O-L-T-A-N comedy.com. He had the, the bit about millennials. Uh, from there, we went to Joe Medoff. Um, his last name spelled M-E-D-O-F-F. Uh, again, really funny stuff about marching bands. Um, and then from there, we had Joe Begley, another Joe um, that's spelled B-E-G-L-E-Y, uh, about speaking Chinese in a Vietnamese restaurant. Hilarious stuff. And lastly, we rounded it out with the DYM podcast, Can You Hear Me Now? Such a funny segment from their very funny podcast, so go check them out as well. Thank you again to everybody for listening. If you want to contribute a clip to the podcast, you can do that at jaw.fm slash showcase. Uh, You just fill out some information, upload your clip right there on the website. We'll check it out and hopefully we can squeeze it into next week's episode. And we'll see you next week. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to Comedy Showcase. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to all of the amazing artists you heard here today. And if you want to submit your own clip, go to jaw.fm slash showcase. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Good night.